0: Grimcast Manila is a podcast of creepy stories from around the metro. I'm your scaredy cat host, Antoinette, and I love a good ghost story. Tonight, we're talking to Dion, a graphic designer and food stylist with a penchant for rescuing cats. She's here to talk about her unusual childhood and a couple of other creepy things. Hey, Dion, Thanks for joining me. Hi. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah. So what started your fascination with all of this stuff? Ooh, um, it's kind of like a long and a short story at the same time. I started off like super not interested in this stuff. Uh, okay. Until my mom kind of brought me to like a kind of like a workshop with like new agey themes. So like... They taught you about how like different kind of crystals would like influence you or like improve different parts of your life. Like how rose quartz is like, you know, Mm, the the typical like, yeah, usual woo and like superstition stuff. And then after that, I just started getting really fascinated with like stuff that I wasn't previously exposed to. So I would spend so much time in like bookstores reading up about it. And then it just kept growing from there. Like if, if you were in a bookstore, I would find you in like the new age section. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so I'm like holding gone. a bunch of tarot cards because I couldn't choose which artwork I wanted. This one's prettier <laughs> than this one. Yeah, with it's this pink. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I guess the question of the evening is, do you believe in ghosts? Ooh, that's a really lo- loaded question. Um, okay. it's been a really long journey, like a personal journey, of <laughs> uh, like figuring out figuring out um what exactly it is like I believe in, or like what kind of like spirituality I wanted to pursue so at the moment I do not okay fair um on. I would prefer to live my life free of superstition mm-hmm. and like I uh, so everything outside of things that I can explain I'll just say like it's just not explainable at the moment well, <laughs> yeah but that's a very accepting way of thinking about it yes because you know we don't know everything and I don't want to assume like things aren't possible because we only know like 0.1 percent Of like... The whole
1: everything of everything. The whole everything
0: of everything, yes. (laughs) Fair enough. But like, when was the first time you had a creepy encounter? Or what's like the earliest thing you can remember? Okay, the most... uh, The early... There are lots of little things, you know, when you're a kid. Things really creep you out. Like... Bump in the night. Yeah. Like, creaks in the floorboards and all that stuff. But I think the most intense thing for me was sequence of um, like blessings at my house. Um, you know, when you get it moving to a new house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was five at the time. And then um, uh, it came, it it was time for the house to get like blessed and stuff. But we didn't use like a, tri- like a typical priest or, mm-hmm. you know, the usual like, you know, Catholic process of doing things with like incense and prayers and stuff. We got like one of my mom's like spiritual advisors, quote unquote, mm-hmm. um, so, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it was really weird at first because there was like offerings and like rice and oils and all that stuff. We made like an altar. Like apparently it was supposed to get us into good favors with the spirits that already live in the house. So it's, okay. So, yeah, it was supposed to like protect the house or something. Okay. And then in addition to that, we had to expel the, the negative um, or like the volatile spirits inside the house. So the, I think the most interesting part from when I was um, part of that whole thing is that the spiritual advisor would actually like throw like the holy water thing that was like placed inside like a weird squirty bottle with like a cross <laughs> on it yeah so she'd like throw the water against the walls the floor and all mm. like, different parts of the house the usual like how a priest would like throw holy water during mass um so I was following around just like you know I was being a kid so I was also throwing holy water I was like yeah hey. like making our house great and pretty and then like clean <laughs> um, and then at the time, of course, I super believed in it. Okay. So I don't know if it was like like the influence of the people around me to make me think that um every time there was water that hit the wall or the floor, there would be different shapes of like little creatures and stuff that apparently looked like they were like crawling out of the house. So <laughs> so they're like your your reaction is so cute. Uh, <laughs> like uh so if, for example the spiritual advisor would like throw water against the wall, okay. and then the water wouldn't be just like a straight line. It would be actually, it, it'd be like a full-on silhouette of a creature, or like, like you know, it had like arms and legs. Sometimes a little hat, <laughs> a little what? Like a little like hat? hat thing. Yeah, it was very so. It was like strangely a detailed humanoid, human-esque. Yeah, human-esque, but yeah. like what other creatures forms would uh, pop up? They were, a, a lot of them were humanoid looking. Mm. Um, there were ones that had very long legs and there were ones that were very small. Okay. So it was it was strange because like you would throw like, you know, the water and then the same amount would come out every time. Yeah. But then the shapes would like spread out and like look. Different. Very, like look almost like it was like intentionally painted to be a shape. Huh. So or all around the house, you'd see like things trying to crawl up. Out of the walls, like things on the floor. Like you so, you would sh- like throw holy water at a wall, and mm-hmm. then it would crawl upwards. No, it, it wouldn't actually move. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> Although I think I would have screamed and right. <laughs> freaked out. Um, but it looked like the the way the water landed would look like a creature that was trying to escape. Huh. So that okay. was that was pretty strange. <laughs> so, but like, did the um spiritual advisor say anything about that um she did she was like oh look they are trying to run <laughs> trying but to run. in like tagalog she said it like a really like chill like like she she's seen it before oh. and she was very used to it there they go yeah like <laughs> i'm doing my job oh well, it's <laughs> yeah. working yeah so of course when you're like a little kid that's like ah pretty like half kind of like oh my god that's so awesome and then the next is like holy crap there's so many things that i can't see that might hurt me <laughs> right yeah. i can imagine so like you got your house blessed and mm-hmm. you were supposed to you made like a little altar and made offerings yeah that was like a strange step because you know like when your house you're cleansing your house like i feel like in catholic things you don't really have like rice and oils and candies and stuff candy yeah sweets huh? Like I don't know. I don't, I think it might be a Filipino thing, like a Filipino superstition thing. No, like I've heard this before, like people uh-huh. making offerings. Like you, you know that story where some people would, before building a house or starting construction, they would like offer a chicken or a pig oh, or yeah. a goat okay. or something. Um, we do not condone the harming of animals on the show. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I've heard um, people who still do that. And yes, these are not like, you, people you would expect to be superstitious like when they're putting up a high-rise building they mm-hmm. do these they still do these things I had a friend actually tell me that they still practice it even in under um in other countries do they yeah so like apparently it, it they didn't draw the line at animals actually I mean like the bigger the project the bigger the sacrifice had to be um so like he told me that apparently there were documented cases of children oh my Jesus Christ no so, yeah so that's Really messed up. So that's, I don't know. That oh my god, <laughs> pretty. That's I don't know lot, why I'm laughing. I'm sorry. That's a lot that's more really horrific scary. than anything I've ever talked about on so, the show. Like, <laughs> don't do that to children and, and animals. And, and animals. <laughs> but oh, that's so fucked up. Yeah. Okay. okay. But of course, like I haven't really come across any real proof yet. But you know, why would they leave proof? <laughs> right. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no worries. Um. So you said your mom was like super into this stuff. Mm-hmm. Did the other stuff happen? Or like, did you have any other experiences with your mom? Like, kind of being around her? There were kind of a lot because um, her group kind of got bigger and smaller and then people started coming in and out. And then there was this time where she had a friend who was really, really like involved in like, you know, Cleansing houses and, you know, helping people with like supernatural problems, like children who wouldn't get better, that kind of stuff. So I was told by my mom about her close friend at the time who would like do exorcisms and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I think I have to mention that there was this one time he went to um, Iloilo, I think. Okay. Yeah, they had a video of him walking around the, the place. And then it was like raining at the time. And then they reported of, that there was of a, who walking around the place the, of, of my the mom's friend. friend. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So they wanted to document that whole thing that he was doing to help this one child that was apparently sick for so long. Mm-hmm. So he came into the house and started blessing the house. And then apparently, like the neighbors heard that there was something happening at this one Kubo-like house. Uh. So so like the camera crew was following him around, and then he was like weirded out. Like I'm like people are kind of like not friendly and stuff here. And then he noticed... At, so he was just, like, doing his job. He tried to bless the child and all that stuff and tried to, like, you know, just take care of the kid. Hmm. And then when he was done, he reviewed the footage. And apparently, none of the people, like, that were standing outside the kubot cool were getting wet under the rain. <laughs> so it was raining and they wouldn't... They weren't getting wet by Yeah. It? What does that mean? I'm not sure. But it was... But it's something that's kind of, like... um, I actually saw the video and they were really like kind of like sullen and just like kind of standing there watching what he was doing. And then, yeah, so it was really raining. and they It were, was super, super raining hard. Yeah, like and then in the they video. were just like staring at the people who were visiting and then just not doing much. <laughs> and That's pretty creepy. Yeah. Well, I I would assume they would have like, like have some sort of supernatural effect to not be able to get wet under rain. And then, what are they doing? Like guarding this one child who's very been very sick for so long. Like they didn't want him to be there. Kind of. But why would? Oh, hmm. yeah. It's I don't know. Uh, that's I just wanted to mention this one creepy story because it, it's something all I also want to figure out what happened. Right. Yeah. And I thought it's kind of like a cool thing because I've never heard anybody talk about creatures not being able to not being affected by like nature. <laughs> that's super interesting, and mm-hmm. also like. Kind of a wee- nice superpower to have. Yeah, given yeah, the rainy days. Commute. You yeah, not ever get wet. <laughs> you know, you should be like, yeah, I'm yeah. going to walk everywhere and not get wet. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so it also like kind of like ignited my cu- curiosity as well. Because um, like we usually hear stories about Mananangas. Mm. And like, you know, the typical like Capra stuff. And I'm like, what else could be out there that we don't even know about? And it's just like. Slightly insidious. Yeah. <laughs> like just very slightly. Yeah. But they could be like really menacing too. <laughs> I don't know. Well, okay. So we've kind of talked about experiences with your mom and mm-hmm. through your mom. But have you ever had anything happen to yourself directly? A couple of things. Yeah. <laughs> More than a couple of things. Oh, can I mention? <laughs> can I mention something? Yay. My my mom actually um, went to a… Exorcism of sorts, like it was more like a healing exorcism type of thing. Okay. So sorry, I guess exorcism isn't the right term. It was like a cleansing. Knee. How do I say? It? I think I can say it in look better. Like, oh so, no, someone put a curse on somebody, and then oh. they wanted to help that person, like mm-hmm. get released from that kind of curse. Oh, and, um we release you from your binds. Yeah, kind of like that. So Please cut that this, out. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> um, there, so there was a guy who's been really sick for like you know, like just like kind of like depressed and sick, and like, mm. no matter what he did, like he went to so many doctors and nothing was working. So they decided to go. My mom and his and her friend decided to go visit mm. this person, and then they did the usual thing, like oils and healing things, and then they even took a video where she had like a towel. Mm. Like the chi blaster, whatever, whatever, whatever uh, people do. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she puts this towel on this guy's back. So I thought it was just like regular, like, oh, making you feel better. Uh, you yeah. know, a warm towel warm feels t- nice. Um, like a Japanese restaurant. <laughs> and then she peels the towel off the guy. And cockroaches started falling out. Excuse me, what? <laughs> and cockroaches started falling out of the guy's back. But then there were no marks on his back. But then, you know, of course, the towel was just like open. He went like that. It was kind of like a magic trick. <laughs> Except they were all like live cockroaches that were ew, coming ew, out. Ew, 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 ew! And then he did it a couple more times, and more came out. Yeah. And then after that, like they kind of like did more of a like a ritual, like blessing with candles and all that stuff. And then two days later, the guy was fine. <laughs> cockroaches, though. I know. That's and like, mm. you can't fix it with bygone. <laughs> no, it's like what do you do? Use bygone as like your body's spray? Like what? It, but. It was coming from inside him, or? That's what we, we well, that's what it looked like. Because he'd put that and then he'd peel the towel. And then, because like, you know, like when he, before that, before the guy peeled the towel, there was nothing. Nothing on his back. So I'm like, where did it come from? And it was like <laughs> directly on the guy's skin? Was there a shirt? Was, no, directly on the guy's skin. So the guy was like just sitting on a chair inside a room. Oh, that's so weird. Yeah. And like, What was he sick of, or like, was he ill? Was he like he kind of looked like he was malnourished, right? Like wasting away, skin, that kind of stuff. Did did you guys know what the curse was, or who did it, or Um, like that? Those details I wasn't privy to, right? Like I was a child. They were like, "Oh, protect her, but show her what happens when someone (laughs) curses somebody." (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think they were. They weren't very clear on what the censor with me (laughs) when I was a bit younger. Mm-hmm. Sure, we can show the cockroaches coming out of yeah, the guy's back. Well, but we won't tell you why they got cursed. Sure. <laughs> Maybe it was rated R or something. Uh, <laughs> um, um, so I think you were asking me about personal horror stories. Yeah, like um, if anything had happened to you personally or directly to you. Mm-hmm. So there is one more thing that happened in my house. This was shortly after the blessing. Um, I was around maybe six or seven, five or six, seven, some oh. around that age when you're just kind of like a young, like carefree child. Mm. <laughs> so at first I thought I was just seeing things because, you know, when you're a kid, you're just like, ah, what's up? And then you just kind of like brush it off. Mm. And then I realized I kept seeing this one figure near, um, like next to our tree, like uh, the biggest tree in our house is like a doohat tree in the corner, like a very rich, like foliage corner. Mm. So nobody can really stand around that tree or anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I would like imagine someone standing there. I would be like ah, whatever. It's just like my mind playing tricks on me. Mm. But it, I kept seeing this person. And I could see this person even at night. Like kind of like. um, It wasn't like a clear photo. It was kind of like a blurry white thing. You know okay. like when you have like. <laughs> it's like a figure. Yeah. Kind of like a <laughs> creepy little child figure. Little child figure. Yeah. Sure. Great. Same height oh. as me. <laughs> oh great. the same height as me too. So it was, it wasn't particularly threatening. It was just. There? Yeah, it was just kind of like hanging around the tree. Okay. Um, and then that tree, like, so I didn't think much of it. And then that tree eventually became my, like, swing set. That's where we set up our my swing set. Mm-hmm. And then that's where I had my new year. And so, like, after class, that's where I'd spend most of my time. Because I love playing out outside in the garden. Mm. And then um, just one day when I was just, like, I spent a really long time outside. I think I was like upset with my brother or something. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> I spent so much time on the swing and I was singing and I just like played with my hair. I think it was summer vacation. Hmm. So I like bleached like parts of my hair. and yes. had like gold streaks. <laughs> like, Wait, as a seven-year-old? Yeah, my my cousin owned a salon. So they let me play with Fun. my hair. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> I suddenly got sick and I didn't understand why because I wasn't like running in the rain, you know. The usual. Hmm. So my mom thought it was nothing at first. And then I was, I it wasn't getting any better. So it was like two weeks of just being really like feverish and all that stuff. Two weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, they brought me to the doctors and they said like, just give her this medication, give her this and it'll, it'll improve because there's no signs of any infection or anything. So nothing was working. And so my mom gave up on like the traditional stuff and being connected to the like new agey people. She brought me to one of her friends. Okay. I, this is the same friend with the cockroach story, actually. <laughs> so what they did is that they put me in a room with nothing there. So I was just on like a chair in the center of the room and I was like, What that, that's Can't, creepy in itself? <laughs> yeah. I was like, What the fuck's happening? Like I was like, this like what are they doing to me? What are they what are they like, I'm just sick. I just want to go home and sleep. Right. And then um, so my mom's like spiritual advisor friend comes in. And like starts asking me questions. How are you? How are you feeling? Have you experienced anything weird lately? And I was like, no, I've just been playing in the garden a lot. And then my mom recalled me telling her about the white thing I Mm. saw in the garden. Of course, like my mom was like, "Eh, it's nothing. Just Because, you know, when you're a kid, your mom doesn't want to say, yeah, there are so many spirits around the house. (laughs) And when you said that, when your mom had recalled that. That's when her friend actually um, started to like, oh she was like okay good and then she started bringing out her little kit with like oils and things to bless me with and paper and then she brought out this paper she put some oil on it and then I don't know there was like lots of things and then she started talking to me and then, I, and then suddenly things go dark for me what do you mean things go dark like um, memory wise um, not, not memory wise like vision wise so and I was like I remember sitting sorry I, you guys can't see but um, my hands were on my lap yeah. So like palms up, and I was just like kind of like they were like kind of half clawed like uh-huh. up upwards, um, like relaxed. Yeah, relaxed though. Uh-huh. And then the that woman started talking to me. She was just like, "Oh, who are you? Why are you here?" And I was like, "Why are you asking me that?" But at first I was like, "Why are you asking me that?" But I couldn't answer. I couldn't move. Huh. Um, I was like, "What's happening?" And then apparently, um, my hands started like. Kind of like it looked like I was trying to count. Hmm. So they gave me a pen and paper. And then they put my hands together. And then I started scribbling some stuff. Like they have a term for that, right? Like Like an auto… Auto writing thing? Yeah, Okay. And then um, started writing stuff like… I'm not sure. I didn't get to see the actual paper. Mm -hmm. But they said it mentioned my hair. (laughs) Like me playing in the garden and singing. Because I was like, you know, Disney princess back then, mm-hmm. and then they what they got, so they kept asking her questions. Did you like her hair? Do you want to play with her? Do you want to like, you know, mm. that kind of stuff? So apparently, that one little spirit girl just wanted to be my friend. Well, that's kind of nice in a weird way. Yeah, but kind of like, why? Why? Would you be sick? <laughs> so why did <laughs> but, she make you sick, though? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just like a like a byproduct of wanting to be with you, with me, or me, or something, or you. Yeah. And then um so she started saying, You can't do that. You can't you know, you can't do like that, like that. You can't you can't do that to a child. Mm. She's she needs to live her life, she yeah, you've been making her sick, you've been doing this, this, and this. Mm. And then we started asking her for stuff. Like you, they since they have it was a this is the weird part. Mm. A little still a little mad about my mom. <laughs> right. About my mom doing this. She was like, Oh, ask her about stuff, like maybe she knows something about the future or no. <laughs> you know, so okay. they're asking this is really bad, but okay. um, they were like, "Oh, ask her about numbers, <laughs> like money." So they were like, um, "Let like, like lotto." <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> That's my life. Um, <laughs> Are you serious? And they were then, asking. To... And then my fingers started going crazy. Apparently, like mm-hmm. weird, like Naruto levels, like, like weird signage. Yes, yeah. If you were like, you know, doing that math computation, thing yeah, with yeah. your fingers, yeah. And then they tried to take down as many numbers as they could. And then, sorry, I just rolled my eyes. You know, high. like if you have access, to like I don't know, no. What but if I here? had like a young child who was like sick from a supernatural reason? I wouldn't think about lotto. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thanks. Mom. Yeah, that's why it was so long. But I'm still kind of mad. Um, Fair enough. Yeah. So. And then, so at the end of all of that, they tried to get it. You know, since the the spirit or whatever was very eager to communicate. They kept asking her other questions. What's it like? Who are you with? Is there anything else we should be scared of? You have to leave the house because it's not the place for you anymore. That kind of stuff. Um, Was it a spirit or like an elemental? I think that the second thing. Right. I think that's what they said to me like the last part. Mm. So yeah, they just said, they asked her to leave and leave me. Mm. And then I realized when while they were talking to that person for the longest time, I realized I wasn't actually me, me. I could see myself like doing all those weird mm. hand movements, but I was like next to myself, huh? Like I was like sitting next to myself. I don't know. It's, it's you were like to out of bodying? I guess so. It's like you could observe yourself, but you weren't doing it. But yeah, it was I wasn't. You. I wasn't doing it. Yeah, I was like, I'm not trying to move my fingers anymore. Why are they moving? And then I was like, like right now I'm like sitting, beside- but, like almost like beside myself. yourself, yeah. But that's such a funny way to show your intent for friendship. Yeah, but yeah, I I I can't speak for her. (laughs) Yeah, no, okay. Yeah, it really is kind of like strange. Like if you wanted to like befriend someone, you wouldn't try to, it sounds funny, like enter someone. (laughs) Like possess someone? (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't know. It seems like a really shaky storyline for a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, so after all of that, mm-hmm. like after all of that happened. Oh, yeah. You just so, got up and went home? Yeah. Basically, um, after they did that whole thing with the drama with the oils and the numbers and the writing <laughs> and the. <laughs> did they get their lotto numbers? I, I, uh, nobody won any money. So, oh, ha. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was on your side. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. After that, um, I got home, I sat down, and the fever was gone. That very night? Same day. Yeah. Well, great. Yeah. And then I went to school. <laughs> and Like nothing happened. <laughs> did you ever see that um, sort of figure again? Um, no, no. Not anymore. No. Which is why I think that maybe like a lot of it is also psychological and then that you're like getting tricked into it. But you know, like dude, Do, I don't have answers to anything. I don't have the answers to explain that either. But mm-hmm. I mean, whatever works. Yeah. Like, it could be like, you know, like the weird oil and like, Ritualistic process of everything could just be like a good, um, tangible way to treat something else, maybe. Know? Yeah, maybe, but that's so interesting. Okay, um, did anything else like happen to you? Uh, there was one time, though, I was a bit older, I think I was a preteen, and then my dad decided to bring us to Baguio for the weekend. Mm. And you know, Bagyo yeah, is like the favorite place for people to tell and collect those stories for themselves mm-hmm. um so we ended up in this one kind of like b&b style place that used to be an old house mm-hmm. um very typical of baguio mm-hmm. <laughs> um i forgot the name of the place but i think it closed down shortly after we stayed there because it was really old now okay it kind of like lived out its life um, i don't know why my dad chose that place <laughs> mm-hmm. but um so after the whole day of like touring and like you know doing give stuff eating strawberries mushrooms all that kind mm. of stuff um I go, I we get back to the hotel get ready for bed and then while I was in bed I was I thought I saw my I thought I saw my mom walking around like cleaning up mm. and I was like ah weird and I was like but my mom's right next to me okay. <laughs> and then I realized this lady had a different haircut she had like a weird like bob like fluffy bob haircut and I was like that's so weird and then I realized like and I thought I was dreaming because, mm-hmm. right? Because my mom was like right sleeping right next to me. And then I was like, oh, this is this is weird. And then after a while, I just kept watching. I was like, wait a minute, I'm awake. <laughs> oh, so and then, you, this went on for a while? A little bit, yeah. Maybe like five minutes of me just kind of like looking at the room and then looking there and I'm like, okay. Wait, with this person in the room? Yes. And it was like your family so in like, the room? So like I was at the bed and then the girl like, three to four feet away. There was like, um like a kind of like sala, mm-hmm. like living room area. And like, a, with like a big um armoire of sorts. Great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, those creepy like closets. Yeah. <laughs> Larnia type closets. Mirrors. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Old furniture. Right. And so this lady just pops up. It was just kind of like living her life. <laughs> cleaning up. And She's doing stuff around up. the house. Yeah. I feel like it, you know, like in movies, like ghosts who live in in a loop, oh that kind of thing. It, it was kind of like that vibe. And then, um, of course, when I realized I was also awake, <laughs> I started freaking out and I started shaking in my bed. And I was like, what the hell? And I was trying to wake my mom up. but She was like, you know, she sleeps like a log, so it didn't work. <laughs> um, so I just kind of like held on to the covers and just kept like burning. I just kept. Thinking like, oh, it's just, she doesn't even notice me. She's it's not gonna happen. So she wasn't gonna like noticing you at all. None of us. Yeah, it's like she was just living in her house. Right. And then, um, so I just like hold on to the covers and say like, it's nothing. She's not gonna do anything. Like, what you can, what can she do really? Like, clean up, clean up. Yeah, like put my luggage away. And then, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And then, um, I re- And then after a while, I realized she starts walking towards the bed. <laughs> And then she sleeps right on top of me. <laughs> Excuse me, what? Like she sits down, and then she like sleeps right down on top of me. And I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" And then I just, I was like freezing, like in baggy weather, not because of the whole thing. Yeah, and I was just like, what, "What do I do? Do I run? Do I and like you know?" It's like she's not here. Wait, but what do you mean she sleeps right on top of you? Like you can see her above you? No, like, like she down? really just like kind of like lands on top of me, and she's and then she's gone. It's like she went to bed and she laid down and it was right where you were. Yeah, exactly. And that was it. And that was kind of it. Yeah. And then I was just like so exhausted. And I just like ended up hugging my mom. Like She can't handle this. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, so scared. Like getting up was out of the question. (laughs) I was like, uh, because everything else was dark. So like, why would I get up if I, I'll probably just bump into another one of them? <laughs> um, <laughs> so I just hug my mom, and then like, eventually I get exhausted enough from fear to fall asleep. And then the next day, my mom starts like making sure we're about to leave. Mm-hmm. Thank God, I'm about to leave. And then my mom starts cleaning up, making sure we didn't forget anything. And then she goes like, you know, she taps like different surfaces around the room. Why? And then. I should just make sure because I was like, you know, messy kids. Oh, okay. So like, <laughs> just, just like checking. Like checking if we left anything behind. Because we had like stuff on top of the like the thing, the closet thing and stuff oh. on the table. Anyway, she starts like checking if we forgot anything. And then she finds like a little piece of paper on top of the closet. Okay. And then it was a photo of the woman who I saw. Oh. So it was that was, and I was like, oh, that's weird. And I was just like really happy to leave. <laughs> just like let's go now, let's go now. Yeah, please. yeah I was like, let's let's just go home. <laughs> Did you tell your mom that you had seen her? Yes, but I told her when we were outside already. Good. In the car. Good call. Because what if like by her, oh yeah, that was her and she's like, What? Like what if that like, like, goes that's suddenly? Me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be that's like a but really scary. cute way to imagine it. But um maybe in the moment not so cute. Yes. <laughs> when you're like, I don't know, preteen. <laughs> she's just trying to enjoy bagu. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like, um, yeah, like you imagine, you imagine it, like you you think it's just like, oh, it's just me, like imagining things because it's Baguio and you expect to have a ghost story, yeah. But then if there's like like a concrete, like tangible thing to like associate with what you saw, that makes it a bit more like, what was that? Yeah, like because you could have just said that, ah, oh, you maybe were dreaming and it was a dream within a dream, inception style, yeah. you know. But then. That whole picture at the end of it all is that's, a lot. <laughs> that it was—it's a lot. <laughs> Do you have any other stories that you wanna like share? Um, well, when I was a kid, I at least believed that I could see ghosts. Okay. Um, I think the most recent one was um, actually when I was older. Um, I think I was twenty-three. And uh-huh. I decided to visit India. Because my dad had, had just passed away. Okay. Um, and then and then I realized… Uh, and then we had to stay at my cousin's house in Goa. Which is our, our province over in India. Of course, I was like, you know, just like, grieving. Just trying to make sure we get our orders. Uh, like our affairs in order and all mm. that stuff. Like papers and that kind of stuff. And then so we stayed in like the, a condo that, he, that my cousin doesn't normally stay in. But it used to be an old building that was like renovated and… Mm. Like adjusted and stuff, so um at night, I went to get like a glass of water, so I had to walk down this like really long hallway and then to the kitchen mm-hmm. and then when it was time to go back to the hallway, of course, I thought I saw something like flutter at the side of my eye, mm-hmm. and I was like,, ah, that's nothing and then and then I go back to bed, right mm-hmm. and then are you alone? No, I was with my family, mm. Mm-hmm. My family seems to always be asleep. And then, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um, so I after you know, if you drink a lot of water, you eventually yeah, have to go. <laughs> so I get up and then I open the door to like the hallway thing. And then where I saw that little white flutter of whatever. Whatever. Um, I saw a man hanging from the ceiling. What? What do you mean? So he was like kind of like swinging back and forth. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And then I just kind of like stared at it for like a, like a half second, and I just closed the door back. Yeah, no, that's not yeah. gonna work for me. So I just kind of like held it in for because <laughs> like there's like like a man in like a like a you know traditional like gorta, white thing like like Indian garb, uh-huh. and then I you know I just kind of like sucked it up and just stayed in the room until morning. Yeah, nobody's Not that's not peeing is more important. Like, yes. sorry. <laughs> yeah. The urge to pee was not great enough to have to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So it was just swinging from like the, the ceiling? ceiling. Yeah. And you could see that it was a guy? Yeah. And it it's, was… It was. He was like really tall and like he was in like… I mean like um, it could have been a woman but he was in male clothes. I assumed. I don't know. <laughs> and it was just swinging there? It wasn't looking at you? No or- movement aside from it like swinging… Or like addressing you, or whatever. No, I feel like it was just like a hey, this happened. How quick did that happen? Um, maybe like a second or two. I was just like, you're just like nah. Yeah, I was. It wasn't like a like a photo perfect like image of someone. You could just tell what he was wearing, and it was kind of like like a blurry moving photo kind of effect. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, you know, just those swinging from the neck. And you could see a face and everything? I did not care to look at the face. Fair enough. I did not want to good. put myself through that. Good call. Yeah, Very good call. And you just, <laughs> you just went back to sleep. I tried to, yes. Tried yes. to. Yeah. <laughs> how could you though when you realize there's I know, something outside like, there? How can, I'm, I'm so impressed. How, how do you not like just freak out and wake up everything in the room? Everyone um, in the room rather. I think it's just the general grooming of my mother. If you've gone through so many things when you're… Like I was always brought to like exorcisms and house blessings and all of these like strange things when I was younger. So you kind of get desensitized at one point. But it's still, you know, like when it's you confronting something that creepy, it's still, you know, it's still jarring. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you had this one story earlier where you were talking about you being brought to an exorcism and you were like right by the door. Oh, yeah. This was actually, I don't know, um, in somewhere near a college somewhere like, it was like a college dorm that was kind of like surrounded by grassland. It wasn't a very windy night or anything, Um, but the same like group of people that my mom used to hang around uh, okay. decided to help this one place. They weren't paid by the way. They were just like really just helping out. They were helping the place? Yeah. Okay. Because um they were asked to help like clear out the house of like evil spirits or whatever. Because apparently they've been experiencing lots of Supernatural things like things falling over, chairs sliding across the room. You have the usual pol- like poltergeist mm. um happenings. So at first I was like super excited and things started to drag. And I was like, Ugh, why Why are we doing this? I'm so bored. So, <laughs> I, you know, I was a teenager. So I wanted to like talk to my friends and hang out. On top of that, it was like a four, three hour drive because of all the traffic. Right. Anyway, um the point is, <laughs> after all of the blessing and all of the, like, house cleansing that they did, I was standing right by the door, just texting my friends. And then I hear my um, my mom's kind of, like, group of friends, like, spiritual advisor, like, cleansing, new-agey friends, um, say, you guys should leave now, like, in Tagalog. In, like, a really dramatic… But you guys, she means you and your mom? No, no, no. I'm um, sorry. uh, She, he said, you guys meaning the evil spirits? Oh, like… Like… Get lost. You evil spirits have to leave now. Again, Of course, it sounds more punchy. powerful and punchy in Tagalog. <laughs> but I can't remember verbatim. Okay. Um, so I was just standing right by the door. And all of a sudden, right after he says that, there's a huge gust of wind that goes past me. And I was like, where the hell did that come from? There aren't even any electric fans or like… From the inside? From the inside of the house. To the outside. To the outside of the house. Well, yeah. Duh. There's no yeah. way to go. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, and then um, that was that was a pretty like short story, kind of long and short story, because it was like a yeah, and then after that, sorry, after that, the house seemed like a lot a lot brighter and less heavy. Oh. but I think it's it it was kind of like less kulob cool if you, if I can mm. say that. And then yeah, I think that was they got their desired result after that. <laughs> That's so interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I, I guess it really does something to a place and, you know, whatever it is, mm. if it's a ghost or energy or whatever. Yeah. And if you just like ask. or <laughs> Ask nicely. <laughs> ask nicely or maybe, I don't know what they do to make them skedaddle, yeah. but if once they do, it helps, why not? Why not? Yeah. I mean, as long as we're not offering chickens. Oh my. I think there was actually a chicken offered that day. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm not. Um, I'm not entirely sure, but I think it varies depending on how serious something is. Like, would, it goes up the gradient, like from chicken like to like children. I'm just joking. No, <laughs> I'm just joking. Like, yeah, but I think chicken is the most common. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, can you eat the chicken after? No, you have to throw it away. Well, what a waste. <laughs> I mean, that would have been you have to throw it away fine <laughs> well if you if you if you knew a chicken was like what that was filled with bad juju or like it was like, oh the, the bad juju goes into the chicken um I'm not entirely sure, but I think that was the gist of it that it was it's, it's been used for like blessing or like as a sacrifice, so you can't benefit so from it's it. like for them and not for you, yeah. You know, you could have had like some good nilaga or something. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Tinola. Sacrificial (laughs) tinola. Well, anyway. um, Thanks so much for joining me tonight, Dion. Mm -hmm. Um, Is there anything you want to tell people about? Um, Maybe plug something? Um, Well, I'm not super active at the moment. But I am on Instagram. You guys can follow me. I am at CopperDung. You can check out my food styling work there. You can talk to me there if you need help with any graphic design issues. I just want to talk. I'm a friend to everyone. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) And so I've been your Scaredy Cat host, Antoinette. And this has been Grimcast Manila. I'll see you next time. This has been Grimcast Manila. For updates and new episodes, follow us on facebook.com slash Grimcast Manila. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, as well as stream episodes on YouTube. Grimcast Manila is produced, recorded, and distributed by Big Baby Studios.